Welcome to the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in somatic and holistic practices. Here on this podcast, we normalize talking about mental health issues. We have real talk, real discussion on everything from depression, anxiety, overwhelm, and trauma. Let's get started. Welcome to another broadcast of the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I'm Jackie Henderson, and today's topic is depression. Depression is an important topic to manage and discuss because it happens to so many of us, and it can be debilitating. It's also important to understand if you are suffering from depression, what exactly that means and how to get the help you need. It also is important if you have a loved one or coworker or friend that is suffering from depression, knowing the tools to help them is really important. So many times people think you can just shake it off, get busy, go out for a jog, go do something fun, retail therapy. Uh, those types of things are band-aids on true depression. They don't heal the source and they don't have long-term healing affects. So it's important that we understand if our depression is clinical, if we need to get medication, if we need professional support. So I'm here to help you through this, to guide you through this, and to give you some insight into whether you need professional help, medication, support systems, structure. There's lots of things that can help. So first and foremost, I think it's really important if you are feeling a change in your state, if you're feeling lethargic, if you have lost motivation, if you don't feel love for the things that you used to love, you have a hard time getting up in the morning, even personal hygiene is a big effort to take a shower, to brush your teeth, all those things. When those are hard to do every day, you may be suffering from depression. The first step I would suggest if you're feeling this way is to schedule yourself a physical. And in my work, I actually had a client who was truly depressed. He really could not function. He couldn't get out of his own way. He had zero motivation. And even encouraging him to make an appointment with his general practitioner or doctor took him weeks to finally fulfill that task. Because people who are truly depressed have a really hard time getting out of their own way. They feel very heavy, very slow moving, uh, unmotivated, and empty. So first and foremost, I encourage you to call your doctor and make an appointment because this could be a result of a medical situation. And that means you could have low iron, it could mean you have a low blood, low, sorry, low blood pressure. It could mean that you are suffering from something in your physical body that is causing you to lack motivation and drive. So I would rule out any medical causes for your symptoms, and that would be step number one, because that could be an easy fix for how you're feeling. The next thing I would suggest is seeing a therapist or counselor. 
if you're truly unmotivated, you're feeling unstuck, and this has been going on for some time, get some support, get some help. A therapist can help you find the root of the problem, and they can also give you some tools and coping skills to manage through this situation. Some people suffer from depression their whole lives, and some people are going through a short-term bout of it. But a therapist will help you no matter what. Understanding prescription medication may be important for your body. Some people are against medication, and I understand this uh, to some point, but I would have to argue and challenge that school of thought because if you had diabetes, would you not take your insulin? If you had heart disease, would you not take your heart medication? If you had any illness, would you not take your medication because you don't think it will help? Same is true for mental health issues. Our chemistry, our body needs the medication for some people. So there's nothing wrong with taking antidepressants if your chemistry is off. You know, we have neuroreceptors that are not receiving the hormones that they need. And if they're not able to receive them, the medication allows them to receive those hormones into our system. So it's really, really important that some people get the medication they need. And you want to do this through your doctor. You can do it through your general practitioner. You don't have to go to a psychiatrist. But if you have access to a psychiatrist, they can help you as well. Also, a nurse practitioner can, uh, can prescribe medication for you. But that will really sort of stabilize your nervous system and your body so that you can get the coping skills that you need. Because you see, there's two parts of getting better. One is biological and one is environmental. Biological means getting the chemistry right in the body. So some people may need medication and that is okay. Do what your body needs. Environmental is coping skills. So you can't just take the medication and think everything will be fine. You have to learn ways to cope and uh, help your body, mind, and spirit through this time. And I'm going to offer you some coping skills for managing depression as well. And remember, when you go on your medication, Check with your doctor because just because they prescribed one medication, that might not be the right one for your body. See how you're feeling. Stay close to your doctor so you can explain how you're feeling if it's not feeling right. And they may fix the dosage. They may try a different medication. It may take a few tries to get the medication that you need. So be patient and work with your doctor to find the right one. Also, it's important to remember that once you start taking the medication, you'll probably start to stabilize and feel better. You'll have more energy to do day-to-day tasks. This means that the medication is working. This does not mean you don't need the medication anymore because you're feeling better. You're feeling better because the medication is working. And this is a common downfall of many people. I worked in the behavioral unit of the hospital And many people came in because they went off their medications and they were spiraling. 
And I asked them, why did you go off your medication? And they said, because they were feeling better. And I have to remind them that the reason why you're feeling better is because the medication is working. Stay on your medications. So here are some coping skills for managing depression. One of the most important things that was helpful on the behavioral unit of the hospital is structure. Structure, the patients are required to eat at certain times. Bedtime is always at the same time. Wake up is always at the same time. They had to attend groups at specific times. Structure really helps bring uh, some stabilization to your life. So even if you're not working, you still want to have a structure. You want to wake up at the same time every day, go to bed around the same time every day, um, eat your meals at a regular time, and set up things to do for yourself. Even if you don't have a job, um, you can meet a friend for a walk, you can go to a community yoga class, you can go to the library and read each day. There's definitely things you can do to schedule into your life, but structure is really important because our bodies really adjust to the structure. And when we have no structure, our bodies don't really know what's coming up next. So add some structure to your life. That will really help. Nutrition is a very important piece of depression. So eating healthy is really important. And if you're not sure how to eat healthy, there's plenty of resources online. You can go to a nutritionist. A lot of nutritionists these days and dietitians actually accept insurance, which is new over the last few years. So you can use your insurance to get a dietitian or a nutrition counselor. But one thing people do, especially people who have experienced a lot of trauma in their lives, they tend to eat a lot of carbohydrates, comfort food. And this makes sense because it makes our bodies feel relaxed and at ease, but only temporarily. Because when you eat a lot of carbohydrates, it turns to sugar and then your body craves more sugar. And when your body's breaking down the sugar, there's a crash that your physical body experiences after the food is digested. So we want to be able to maintain a nice stable energy and even energy. So nutrition is really important. Eating the right foods, getting a good balance of vegetables and proteins, uh, healthy fats, all these things really help. They help the brain and they help your physical body. And too many carbohydrates will make us crash, which makes us feel like we're depressed, but it's really the food that we are eating. Social support. Who are you hanging out with? Who are you spending your time with? Have you isolated yourself? Are you hanging out with people who drain your energy instead of uplift you? So take a look at your circle. They say if you want to know who your friends are, look at the five closest people to you and you can see a reflection of what your life is like. Are these people thriving? Are these people happy? Are they uplifting? Are they inspiring and motivated? Or are they energy drains and negative and not productive in life? 
Social support is important. I'm a big advocate of garbage in, garbage out. So whatever you're putting into your mind, whatever you're putting into your body, same with nutrition, that's what you're going to get out. And this is true of social supports as well. If you're hanging out with negative energy, you're going to feel negative. If you're isolating, you're going to feel alone. There's many ways to get connected to people. There's lots of meetup groups. There's groups that offer classes. You can take a cooking class. You can take a wine class. You can take a exercise class. There's many things that you can join in to uh, socialize and meet new people. And make sure they're healthy, happy people. But to isolate is reinforcing that alone feeling. And it's time to step out and do some meetup times with other people. Sleep. Sleep is everything. When people come into the hospital, one of the first questions they ask is, how is your sleep? And so it's important to make sleep a priority. And some people say they can't sleep or they only sleep a few hours. They can't get a good night's sleep. They're restless. Well, let's look at why. What are you eating or drinking before bed? If you're having caffeine late in the day, chocolate, high sodium food, coffee, anything like that was going to keep you awake at night. It's going to make it harder to fall asleep. Alcohol is hard to uh, digest in the body and it really inhibits sleep. And so I would limit the amount of alcohol that you drink, coffee late in the day, Watch what you're doing before bedtime. So they say you should not look at a screen an hour before bedtime. That means your phone, a computer screen, a laptop, a iPad. The screens actually stimulate the neurons in your brain and when you're trying to settle down for the night, um, we wanna quiet those neurons in the brain. We don't wanna stimulate them. So try to turn the screens off. Also, another way to help sleep is essential oils, a nice dark room, a cozy bed. Make your bedroom a haven. Make it a place where you can't wait to be in and you just feel calm and relaxed. They they say you shouldn't even have any electronic equipment in your bedroom. It should be a place of peace and sleep and rest. So make bedtime routine one that helps you to wind down and start to relax your nervous system. Another important part of getting healthy and moving away from depression is setting healthy boundaries. We all have people in our lives that drain us. Some of us overcommit to events and obligations. Some of us work too hard, too many hours, and drain our own energy. So we need to start setting healthy boundaries so we can manage our time and really take back our lives. People-pleasing is always a source of draining energy. The person that you should please the most is yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of your own energy. It's okay to say no to things you don't want to attend. It's okay to say no if you feel overextended. 
It's okay to say no if you just don't want to do something. We've been taught in our culture that not saying yes is impolite. But is that true? So when you're saying yes to someone else, you're saying no to yourself. If you're exhausted, don't go. If you are overcommitted that week and have too many responsibilities, don't go. It's okay. And these people that who, who drain your energy, they really are not healthy, inspiring energies to be around. One of my podcasts is about toxic people. You can check that one out because it teaches you how to identify a toxic person and how to remove them from your lives or limit your time. It's a really important um, boundary to set. Relaxation techniques really and truly help. And when you do relaxation techniques, they can be anything. You want to find your zen. Your zen is anything that calms you, anything that keeps you really present to what you're doing at that moment. For some people, it's playing music. For some people, it's walking in nature. For some, it's journaling, writing down their thoughts and words. For others, it's cooking. For many, it's pets, spending time with their pet. Breathing exercises really truly help. But finding what your Zen is and, and doing that daily so you can relax your nervous system and be really present to the moment. Breathing exercises are great relaxation techniques because not only do they uh, calm the nervous system and really strengthen your respiratory system, but they also stimulate your brain and keep it focused on one thing so you're not overthinking or having too many intrusive thoughts. So here is one breathing technique you can try and we'll do it together. It's called square breathing. And square breathing is a technique that is very simple, easy, and you can do it anywhere. You can do it before bed as a winding down exercise, You can do it when you're driving in your car and you get road rage. You can do it when you're in the grocery store and you need to just calm yourself. So here's how it works. You inhale for one, two, three, four. Hold it for one, two, three, four. Exhale one, two, three, four, and pause. Inhale one, two, three, four. Hold one, two, three, four. Exhale one, two, three, four, and pause. And I suggest doing that you know, as long as you can, but definitely if you do it, even if you do it for a minute, it helps. Working with a therapist or counselor is a really important part of getting better from depression. Because what will happen with the therapist or counselor, they'll find the root, the cause. What's your triggers? What's causing you to feel unmotivated, to feel down, to feel depressed, to feel heavy? And knowing the root cause of the depression gives you the power to change it, to heal and shift 
to start working toward a better life. A lot of times past trauma resurfaces in our lives as we become older and we don't even realize that's the cause. We have early childhood trauma, adverse childhood experiences, things that trigger us as that hurt us as children get re-triggered as adults. And without the awareness of what these triggers are and these early childhood experiences, it's really difficult to heal. So with the help of a therapist or counselor, you can get to the root of the depression and heal that. There's many alternative treatments as well, coping skills, things you can try, relaxation, more relaxation techniques, and these include things like acupuncture. Acupuncture is a beautiful way to calm the nervous system, heal the body, calm the body, and just ease your spirit for a bit. Reiki is a beautiful one. I always suggest making sure you go to a Reiki master who's been doing it for many years. Um, There's a lot of people that are starting to take on these practices, and that's wonderful that they're starting. But truly, um, finding a person who's been doing it for many years, so they're very skilled. I'm very careful about who I let into my energy, so I want whoever is moving my energy to be a skilled person who's been doing it for many years. I also suggest Rolfing. Rolfing is a great uh, body treatment and Rolfing moves your fascia, realigns your body, just straightens out your whole system. We become very off balanced in our lives as we have injuries, we do we do lots of exercise that may be on one side of our body, like a baseball player, just always swinging on one side. Um, gymnasts, there's certain things that people do to their bodies that overuse. And a rolfer can really help with that and ease um, the physical pain in the body. Because many times physical and chronic pain could be a source of the depression. We talked about people in your life, but you want to understand the patterns of your relationships. Why do we choose uh, the partners that we do? Why do we choose the friendships that we do? We have certain patterns, there's certain types of people we're drawn to. And we want to understand that because sometimes we repeat patterns that are not healthy for us. We, we choose the same kind of person always tends to hurt us. We pick jobs that don't really suit us and we they never work out well. So with the help of a therapist, you can understand why you choose these relationships, why you choose the, these jobs, and you can start adjusting your life and picking healthier ones. Some things I want you to understand is if you do not heal your depression and you don't get the help and support that you need, you're going to experience physical symptoms. Fatigue, a weakened immune system, lower sex drive, pain sensitivity, You might be overthinking or have intrusive thoughts, migraines, insomnia, 
trouble with memory and making decisions. And you may have weight fluctuations. There's also even suicidal ideation. So the depression really needs to be treated before it goes too far. Before you feel physical symptoms and get physical illness. And let me just say here now, if you do have suicidal ideation, I ask that you get professional help. If at this very moment you're feeling suicidal, call 911, bring yourself to the emergency room and get yourself stabilized. A lot of times the overwhelm really takes over our mind and body, but trust me, it's temporary. It is, it may feel like it's been going on for a long time, but we need to get you on the other side of this. Possibly get you on medication, get you some stabilization. So call 911, um, call a Samaritan hotline, get the help that you need. And if you're feeling empty, again, get the help that you need, call a therapist. They have outpatient programs as well, which is a higher level of care, which are really helpful. There's many, many ways to get the help that you need. You are not alone. You can get through this. The feelings that you feel right now are temporary, even if you've been experiencing them for years. You can get on the other side of them. Get the help that you need. Get the medication that you need. Get the therapist, counselor that you need, all the supports and coping skills that you need. And I promise you on the other side of this is a healthy, happy life for you. You can get there, but we can't do it alone. And it's time to stop isolating and start to join in with people who are like you, people who understand you, people who can support you and uplift you. And there are people out there who can and do. I've worked with many people with depression and they feel like the whole world is empty for them. And once they get stable, they get themselves on medication and they start using their coping skills, they realize that life is better than they thought. There is hope. There is a better day coming. So if you're feeling suicidal, please call 911, get the help that you need. If you're feeling isolated and depressed, call a counselor or therapist and get the help that you need. And call your general practitioner and maybe get on medication as soon as possible. Start working on your coping skills. And I promise you, the depression will lift if you take all the steps necessary. And even if you feel unmotivated to do so, I remind you that you are worth it. You are worth it. You are worth it. Thank you for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback. Reach out to me and let me know how you're doing. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of You Are Not For Everyone. Please check out my website, safesoulcenter.org and missfitness.com. And you can purchase my book, You Are Not For Everyone, A Soulful Guide to Authentic Living on Amazon. Stay well, be happy, and live your best life.